Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Kaysen. With me today is financial advisor and money coach, Jody Lynn Craven. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And we're especially happy that uh, we have a special guest joining us who I had the pleasure of meeting at a summit that was held about, I guess, about a month, month and a half ago, something like that, on the topic of doing podcasts. And uh, I was so impressed by what this gentleman had to say that I said, okay, we got to get this guy into the show. And like he just pointed out to me, it took a while to get here because we've been too booked up. But we did find a time slot, so he is here today. His name is James Hicks. And i got to tell you guys, and he's going to smile when I say this, this man is focused. He is focused in a big, big, he is so focused. He has a book name focused. He has merch called focused. He has a hat called focused. This is like the ultimate focused man in the universe. So how's that for an intro, James? How are you doing today? I, I, I like that. I'm, I'm going to make sure and use that for uh, repurposing out there on the other social pl- networks. That's that's good stuff. Appreciate there you go. Time. Okay. You know, stay focused on you. Stay that's focused. Stay yeah. Got to love it. Got to love it. I love it. Yeah, well, plus, like, uh, we were, I was kind of teasing you before the show, but it's only a half tease. You have one of the most amazing radio voices I've ever heard. I mean, you you told me you have, like, the electric, you know, you have the little enhancements and so forth. Yeah. But you have, you have a great voice. You Thank you, really sir. Thank you, sir. You know, my blessings to my parents for, you know, bestilling that on me. But, yeah, Roadcaster Pro as well, you know, for bringing in the big bottom and, and allowing the, the ambiance to come through. But, uh, no. Okay, so we'll give Road a little bit of credit for just, that. Just yeah. a little bit to Roadcaster Pro, <laughs> it's all good it's all fabulous uh but uh all right before we go any further let's give people an idea of who you are where you come from you have a Mm -hmm. terrific podcast tell people about the podcast obviously that's uh the focus of being focused yes Um, but but it's also you you have some cool stuff that goes on there give give people an idea of how that got going and and what you do with it awesome first and foremost jody well thank you for the opportunity to come on to the show today and talk yeah, folks, I'm James Hicks. I'm based out of Northern California. I'm uh, an engineering technologist by education and by trade. I am also content creator, and I consider myself an advocate as well, right? So I work with a lot of products, a lot, a lot of services, a lot of vendors, OEMs, and things of that nature. And I'll typically talk and tell those stories about product services, platforms, and things of like that that I would recommend to you as another consumer. So uh, reviews. Uh, product insights and things of that nature. I won't talk about it unless I've actually used it, unless I actually agree with it as well. From a content creation perspective, I'm, I'm out here in these streets, man. Listen, I, I'm, I'm out here talking about uh, the social impact of sport. I'm talking about uh, things that are going on from a business perspective, from a financial perspective, uh, also from a technology perspective as well. So I have a number of shows that that, uh, that I stream weekly on my YouTube channel. Uh, talking about all, all of those topics and all of those subjects and really just looking to tell stories, right? Reaching out to other individuals and, and businesses and, and folks and just telling their story, turning the lights on, pressing record and hearing what it is that you have to say and sharing that within my community. And we all know the value of stories, man. They yeah. are the best. That's what everybody loves. I love a good story. <laughs> um, uh, talk a little bit about the uh, uh, the one element you mentioned, the social impact of sports. I, I, I was particularly intrigued yeah. by that when I saw that on your site. Talk about that a bit. Yeah, so Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time, me and my co-host, Montel Allen, we have a show called Team No Sleep, right? And instead of talking about just the NBA playoffs that are happening right now, just talking about the scores and what type of shoes the players are wearing and and all of that stuff, we actually dive deeper and talk about the social impact of a lot of things that are happening around the sports world. Think about Brittany Griner right now being held uh, in, in Russia. So we talk about that a lot. We talked about NIL, the name, image, and likeness, how a lot of these NCAA, how these college athletes now are coming into real money being yeah. paid for their name, image, and likeness. And what does that mean for a 18, 19, 17, 18, 19-year-old maybe coming from nothing or very meager beginnings and now yeah. getting paid $50,000 to go bag groceries at the local Kroger? Right, what, right. What, what does that do, right, to, to someone, you know, at, at that young early age? So we talked yeah. about those types of things and – uh, you know, there's been a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of domestic abuse things that are happening with a lot of athletes. So we, we talk about, you know, the psyche of that. We talk about mental health, mental awareness, and, and specifically talk about why men don't talk about 
mental health, mental awareness and things of that nature, right? Because mm. women got it down, right? You, you've got your <laughs> clicks, you got your, like my wife, right? She's got her crew. They go out and do their thing and they fellowship and they, and they back and forth and they chime off each other. We like to talk about our feelings. You do. And that's the good thing. Why don't guys do that? Right. So I'm, I'm bringing up, you know, those types of conversations and, and really trying to get men to be more comfortable talking mm-hmm. about things that matter. So raising that level of conversation again. I love that. And yeah, it's beautiful. It's, certainly that's something we do here. I mean, we're uh, both genders get the emotions out on the table regularly. So got to do it. Man. You got to yeah, do it. I don't know if you saw it. There's a video that just started going viral yesterday. I, I'm a, a New York Yankee baseball fan. And so I, I, I saw it through that. Um, Aaron Judge, who plays on the Yankees, hit a home run yeah. up in Toronto. And after the home run was hit in the stands, the camera held on the stands where a fan in a Toronto uh, sweatshirt picked up the ball off the uh, off the ground where it had uh, come to a halt, held it up like, you know, okay, celebrating, I got the ball. And then he saw a kid to his right wearing a Yankee hat and Yankee shirt, I believe, and handed the kid the ball. And the kid broke down in tears, reached over and hugged oh. the man on camera, the Love thing it. went instantly viral. Instantly I, viral. I, I saw it come through my uh, <clears throat> excuse me, my, my RSS feed, and I said, I'm, "We're definitely going to talk about that next week." <laughs> but again, those kinds of things, right? I mean, th- those really what what resonate, what matter, and what makes you talk about it the very next day, yeah. right? Because no one no one cares about the score. No one, I mean, that that stuff is just that's that's very tactical. I'd rather talk about the strategic things, the things that actually pull at the emotions a lot of times as well. Mm-hmm. But and, and something just like that is, yeah. is a perfect example. Yeah. So I guess we're proving that men really do have an emotion. <laughs> you just need to bring it out a little bit. Time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be scared to, to to talk about it. Be vocal sometimes. Yeah. I think that's actually part of what's what's happened with the overall. I'm not even sure how to label it. The trend of the 21st century coming out of the 20th century. I'm not sure how to label that. Mm. But but during that period of time, I think it has a lot to do with the rise of the Internet and all the ways that the Internet has brought people together on a, a, a very wide distance across the world. Um, that That's definitely part of it. It's also kind of like the end of the arc that started in like, you know, the 60s, 70s, early 80s, where there was more attention to emotions, feelings, the importance of, of honoring all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it, it's like the whole thing has kind of dovetailed. And I think that's partly why we are seeing more and more of everybody, not just men, everybody being willing to acknowledge emotions, admit, not just admit to them, but to celebrate them. Yeah. And say, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is actually a superpower. This isn't something yeah. to hide in a closet. This is this is good stuff. You know, if, if there, I guess, was any blessing, I don't know if there was a blessing of COVID, but it was the fact that maybe we got a time to be yeah. more introspective, to pause and actually think about what really matters to each of us. Uh, you know, reach out to that uh, sphere of influence that we have, our, our close family, our close friends, acquaintances, things of that nature, and really lot, got folks to think that I need to call Jody and just check to make sure that she's okay. I need to call Walt just to check in to make sure that he's got what he needs. And, and those are the things that really started to matter. And again, just that 18 months that we were cooped up, locked up, and, and couldn't do anything really helped us to stay focused on ourselves and understand what, what mattered and what, what really resonated and what uh, was of, of relevance in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think it was very eye opening for a, a lot of people, myself included, what, you know, what you were focused on before the pandemic. And then, you know, almost like recreating what you really want your life to be about yeah. and what's important to you through yeah, it. Well, that's what I focused on for sure. And beyond that, I, I think we found, yes, COVID was a very trying time. It was, for many people, a very stressful time. It was full of disease, and it had death, and it had all kinds of stuff going on. But look at all the positives that have come out of it. I mean, you just mm-hmm. named one of them there, James, but mm-hmm. there's actually a bunch of them. One of the big ones, I, I love this one. This one just, I, I just think it's, it's it's both funny and happy at the same time. Um, not so happy for employers, and I'm an employer, so I, I know that side of it too. But the uh, there, there was the big debate that had been going on for years about, we got to raise the minimum wage. The minimum wage has to go up. It's just not mm-hmm. fair, blah, 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 blah. Congress couldn't get together. The Democrats got elected. They couldn't get it together. And then the COVID pand- pandemic comes along, and people start – Working at home, and they like working at home. And the people who are in the service industries, while they appreciate the love, they were saying, you know, we're kind of getting the short end of the stick. I'm going to change careers. And all of a sudden, 
wages started to go up because people said, you know, I'm not going to do it at that rate, rate anymore. I'm just, go- I'm just going to go, I'm going to shift something. I'm going to go home. I'm going to take another job. And all of a sudden wage pressure went Doop, right through the $15 an hour. Forget that. We're way past that one now. Yeah. You know, that's true. Imagine. Well, and I'm, I'm wearing my Nike shorts right now. So yeah, you know, day, daytime working hours, but, but again, comfortable <laughs> be, being able to do everything that I need to do, being just connected to an internet connection and, and have my mobile phone. So yeah, we can be productive wherever we are as long as we are productive, right? Really kind of isolate the things that need to be isolated. I, I can't be sitting here at the house doing laundry when I'm supposed to be preparing for a show with you guys. Or, yeah. You, you learned know, that I, part. Yeah. It's, it's a little while. It's but, a skill. You know, I'm, I'm out there cutting the grass, doing laundry. And, oh, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be prepping for, for a show right now. <laughs> You'll learn those things. Or, or the late night COVID purchases. My first one was the Peloton. Oh, really? So, okay. So, you know, 1130 at night, I believe two months in, I, I bought the Peloton. So, so yeah, they, they got, they got my money for sure. But, uh, <laughs> you know. And there were there were so many other things that happened too. I mean, look at the creative ways because everybody knew they had to kind of stay in their family groups. So families would would like create adventure obstacle courses in their backyard for their kids. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, the, the, all the, uh, the birthday celebrations. I thought that was the wildest one. You know, they didn't want to have people in direct contact with each other, so they'd have parades of cars going past the home of, of whoever was having the birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, how yeah, my, creative my, is that? My daughter missed her well. Cause she graduated high school in the midst of COVID. So she, oh, she missed her, uh, uh, graduation ceremony, but that's exactly what it did. It, it was a caravan of cars right. up, and, up and down the road. But again, that, if there was any blessing of all that, just kind of like, like you were alluding to, it allowed us to really stop and think about what was most important to us yes. and kind of reevaluate what we spend our time with and wanting to make that time more quality time. Forget the quantity and quantity. It, it's, it's more. How, how am I being more attuned to you with if I just have 15 minutes with you? And, mm-hmm. and I think just again, by being forcibly removed, not just California, not just Florida, not, not just, you know, the whole planet had to stop. But, but by having that come upon us really allowed us to be more in attune with what, what's met, what matters and what's most important within our lives. So. Mm-hmm. And appreciating too, I think it's the biggest thing that I got out of it. People yeah. appreciate more now than before the pandemic. Most they appreciate definitely. everything more. Yeah. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. And we all know just how powerful appreciation is. When you have appreciation and gratitude, mm-hmm. everything gets better. <laughs> everything gets everything. better. Yeah. yeah. There are no exceptions. Everything is better. Just True. amazing. Mm. So, yeah. All right. Well, okay. We, we've done the, the COVID convert, but that, that's it. <laughs> you, you never know where a show is going to go when I come on because listen, I'm like, I see a squirrel and, and we can pivot and deviate and, and go. <laughs> you, you probably got your whole run of show, you know, questions that you wanted to ask about technology or something. And, and I got you talking about buying toilet paper at, at Costco during the pandemic. You, I, you know, I actually you, like that. I mean, seriously, we do all of our shows yeah. ad hoc. The, the okay. day that I occasionally just if if it's somebody I'm not really sure about I don't really have a good handle on on what their their thing is yeah I'll have some questions on hand just to kind of get the thing started um, but that's that's actually fairly rare most of the time it's like hey who are you I'm kind of curious kind of kind of works better that way too right let let the the conversation organically grow yeah. and and you know if there's any comments from the folks that are watching and listening right have, have that engagement as well so i actually like doing that as well just just going having kind of the framework right hello this is LOA today boom 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 i didn't go into it but yeah i i like this this format that you have as well man i, I kind of get the feeling yours is is a little similar too i mean you you're you're working with different people and you have different uh, topics and so forth but i get the feeling you kind of do it the same way very, very similar i uh I focus a lot on obviously the content and, and focus a lot on making sure that the messages resonate with the community. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, I'm also a huge proponent of the production piece as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, typically I'll scream later at night. So it's a little more ambient, ambient lighting here in my studio. You, you see all the crazy lights going to things of that nature. So I really focus on making sure that that production value matches the content value, right? So content okay. is, is, is king and is most important, but I want it to look right, want it to sound right, kind of kind of as you alluded to as well. So I really have been kind of meticulous in, in all those pieces as well to say that 
one of James Hicks's show on H and M Live is A plus quality, at least at least an A, at least an A quality. Oh no, I think you I'll get always striving for. Yeah. It, it's just like a survey, right? I'll never give anybody a ten. I'll always give them a nine because there's always <laughs> give them something always, to shoot for. <laughs> there's always something to to improve for, but uh, yeah, those, those kind of things. evolution. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's you know, you know, it's like you know, I haven't switched cameras on you yet, but see now I'm switching cameras on. Wow! You see these kinds of things are you know, kind of that extra extra umph into the into the show that that I like to make make sure happen. But uh, no, it's all good. You just like toys. That's what it is. Oh, listen, Amazon is here every day. The door will ring probably within what while we're streaming as well while we're online as well. So just so you actually have your own personal Amazon driver is what you're saying. They, they do know me by, uh, I'm kind of like Norm from Cheers. I, I, may just, I may have just dated myself with that one, right? I'm kind of like Norm from Cheers, the UPS guy and the, and the Amazon, you know, drivers kind of, kind of know me. Yeah, you, you and my wife, my wife, uh, especially in the warm weather, likes to sit out in the sun and just kind of enjoy herself throughout the day. And all of the delivery people know her. Like, oh, hey, I'm glad to see you're out today. <laughs> It's the same That's kind like of my thing. husband. Everybody knows my husband. We'll just go through the grocery store and I'll be like, hey, nice to see you. I'm like, who's that? He's like, I don't know. I met them last week. We had a conversation for half an hour. I'm like, what? That is hilarious. That is hilarious. It's great to have that kind of gregarious skill, though, because that's what he has, obviously. He just can he can talk to anybody. Yeah. He loves talking to people. I'm like, come on, like, let, let's wrap it up. I've got <laughs> it's time to go. Right? It's time to, party's over. It's time to yeah. go. Right? I'm trying to beat the traffic. But that's ironic because we're the ones doing the podcast. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, there's something not right here. I'm, I'm, am I missing something? <laughs> what does your husband even have a podcast? He should be doing one if he's doing that no, in public. He's, he, he's a farmer and electrician. I'm trying to get him on to, to doing reels. Um, cause he, he's got such a green thumb and he's so good at that stuff, but it comes second nature sort of. I mean, he comes from a family that does that and his dad's, you know, has a horticulture background and all mm -hmm. of that. But I'm like, you need to record this and, and put it on, I don't know, some sort of social platform, Instagram, Facebook, I don't know, YouTube, whatever it is. Cause people want to learn about all of this. Sure. So I'm getting him there. He's, Slowly but surely, we will get him on the internet. This is what, this is what you do. This is what you do. You, you just pull your phone out and you. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, right. And and throw him out there on TikTok, and and before you know it, you got like a million likes and a million followers, and you, you got all kind of brand deals coming. That's what you do. You you just put put a camera up while while he's working and and throw right. it out there on TikTok or something. I'm going to because he's yeah. obsessed with growing giant pumpkins. So he's. I, I think he should be out there because it's cool to watch the, you know, the process that he goes through and all of this stuff. He's very meticulous with all of this. And, uh, and then he grows like, you know, 500 pound pumpkins. And this wow. year he's shooting for 2000. Oh, like, I, I've never seen one before he started growing them. They're wow. just the craziest thing ever. So. Yeah. How do you carve a 2000 pound pumpkin? I mean, do you have like a, a neighborhood team or something? <laughs> I don't know. The one that we had last year was, I think, 440, and his sister carved it. Wow. But to give you an idea, um, his sister's kids are, uh, I'm going to butcher this, two and six, I mm -hmm. believe. So, okay. you know, I don't know how tall a six-year-old is, but next to this giant pumpkin, she was tiny. Like wow. just little, this thing was huge. And then they carved it and everybody's like, Oh my God, it would be a great advertising piece. I, yeah. that's the way that I think is, you know, we could put it at city hall in our nearest town and get the fertilizer <laughs> plant that's down the road to supply us with stuff. And you know, this is a great advertising opportunity for people who doesn't love giant pumpkins. It's time your homework after today's show is fire up that TikTok account. Yeah. All right. I, I'm subscribing to, I, I want to know because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be heckling in the comments. So yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Well, he just recently subscribed to TikTok talk for the first time, so I'm gonna be like, hey, let's use this. Okay, good. You, know, so you have your excuse. You know, let's let's yeah. make a little business out of this. Love it, love it. That is cool. That, that'll take off fast too. I mean, because what's the thing now? I guess is it's doing certain kinds of dances on TikTok. This this will blow the dances away. <laughs> well, it, it's I funny though. You, you think about the usage of these social platforms and i keep talking about tiktok especially because there's been more views and usage of tiktok lately even comparative to 
something like Facebook and Instagram and getting oh, yeah. close to YouTube as well, right? Just because, again, you, you can consume it very fast, right? Each each, mm-hmm. each video is only one to t- two to three minutes long or whatever the case may be, and mm-hmm. f- folks can just easily swipe through and scroll through and consume a ton of content. Next thing you know, you've been sitting there for a half an hour. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, unfortunately, right? Again, my well, I, I think it's all the TikTok users, actually. I, I don't do it myself, but I see the people who are just glued to the phone. So from that, you know, vicariously, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and think about that from a content creator's perspective, right? So I'm bring, bringing it back to that. There's so many eyes that are on that platform, again, just for that short period of time, because you can't yeah. keep people's attention for a very long period of time. Something like today's show, I'm, I'm definitely, told it, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to cut this up. And I'll put it on my TikTok account. <laughs> it's all about me right now. So, you know, th- th- there you go. But well, I'm glad you're focused. That's the important thing. You know, you, you know your thing. You know yeah. you're focused. You know, you know, you got to stay focused and you got to promote focus. Hey, I get it. And That's you great. You got to do it. But, you know, you know again, yeah. thinking about it from, from a business perspective as, as well. And then you, you're wanting to grow the audience. You want, you want to grow engagement and things of that nature. And you want to go meet your audience and your community kind of where they are and where they're spending time. Yeah, they're spending a lot of time on Google and YouTube because those are the two biggest search engines on the planet. But they're also on TikTok. And it's not mm-hmm. just the kids anymore. It's not just the dances. It's 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 darn near everybody else on the planet that's on, on that platform as well. So you kind of you kind of got to be there. Right. There, there are certain places that you that you probably should be. And there are some places that you, you, you kind of got to be if if again, you want to kind of grow that audience, if, if that's one of your, your goals and your objectives. Uh, so, so yeah, I'll, I'll be chopping this up and, and putting it on, uh, on, on I love that. My biggest thing, James, with, with TikTok and, and reels yeah. is I feel like I can't get to the point fast enough. I can talk for hours. Not that you want to listen to me for hours. Maybe some people do, but that is a struggle. The struggle is real getting yeah. me to, to fit something. I was literally just making a, a reel this morning and I was like, Okay, how do I shorten this up? Like from 90 seconds to 60 seconds. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to put it on my computer and start clipping out the, the tiny little pauses where I can, where it doesn't look kind of stupid. But I, that's the thing that I struggle with is how do I convey the message that I want in such a short period of time? See, I'm the baby uh, boomer. I don't care. I mean, I, I really don't. I, I, I have no problem doing it one hour. Show. Hey, Joe Rogan, he'll go three hours on a show. He's got the number one podcast in the world. If he can go three hours, I can go an hour. This is not a tough thing. You're, you're the long form content person. That's, That's right. You know, yeah. Me and Jody out here trying to reach the masses, and you're and you're you're just out there after the. Okay, you're. I don't care. Yeah. Well, you want to go after the masses? Hey, fine. That's okay with me. Yeah. That's great. Well, but <laughs> Walt, you just proved that the masses also go for the long form as well. Look at Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Cool. Yeah possibilities yeah. there but i would love to hear your your thoughts james on how for someone who's a talker like me how do you shut up <laughs> get, get, get to the point like how do i do this and make it look like fun without like huh, 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 huh. i don't want to answer that you know right when she says yeah how do i tell me james how to make me shut up. no i we got to rephrase that um okay <laughs> We could rephrase it to yeah. how can I make it uh, uh, more appealing for someone yeah. who has a shorter attention span? No, okay, that, that, that works a little bit. Uh, it, it, I really think it's about being intentional with your message, right? And and a lot of times, to be honest with you, a lot of creators aren't doing these on the fly and on the cuff. So they are actually recording them in longer form sessions, going back to their computer and cutting them up in, in Final Cut or in Femora or what, whatever uh, video editing software package that they use, as opposed to just sitting there and going for 60 or 90 seconds and then, and then publishing it. So, so that's kind of thing. And I'll typically write a script down as well, because I can be pretty verbose. If you didn't notice, I, I can, I can talk for about anything for a long time, but <laughs> write a script down, be very intentional about that message that you want to put out, say the important things first. Right. And, and then, uh, do all of your edits actually on your desktop, on your laptop, wherever the case may be before publishing out. Don't, don't think you're actually going to sit there on, on the Snapchat or the TikTok or the, the Instagram app, create it and then publish it. Yeah, yeah. You can, but it's, I think it's more difficult to do that and you, you, you'll, you'll gain more, um, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is, but you'll, you'll actually gain more attrition. You'll, you'll gain more, influ- no, I don't like the word influence, but, It'll be more, more receptive. I think again, if you, if you can 
coerce it on, on your desktop and actually do all of the edits there. That's actually yeah, a, I don't a, like I don't like point. the word influence. I, well, that's all right. We'll we'll take that one out. Edit, okay. cut, uh, editor, cut that one out. So, um, <laughs> but no, seriously. I, I, actually, I think you made a very important point there, um, and I'll I'll kind of rephrase it the way I was thinking about it when you said it. But you talked about getting your main points out up front, mm-hmm. and, and as soon as you said that, what cued to my mind is that's precisely what a journalist would have done. You know, some like 30, yeah. 20, 30, 40 years ago, they were all about getting all the important points into the first, not let alone the first paragraph, the first sentence, preferably yeah. the first four or five words. And and if you could get your focus down to that level and you could do it well, you could keep your readers coming back over and over and over again, wanting to read one article after another because every single article hit them between the eyes as soon as they started reading it. You're talking about the same thing, but you're just talking about it in terms of, you know, modern 21st century media. Mm-hmm. And and it, it resonates to not just print, television, digital, but also in person, right? So now we're getting yeah. to get back out and do live conferences and live seminars and things of that nature. I'm actually doing a, a speaking engagement in August. So I'm, I'm really looking at making sure that I, I hit those key points early while everyone is still awake before I put everyone to sleep. So, so, <laughs> so, so I've got their attention sooner and later. So they... Set precedents, set subject matter expertise, things of that nature, right? But I think that just matters from any situation, professional or personal as well. Say what you got to say. I'm sorry. I got to call BS on that. I can't imagine you putting people to sleep. So sorry. We're going to, we're going to take that away from you. No, you know what, Walt? (laughs) I think I would like. You know, there's those uh, those apps that have like the bedtime stories that oh, like, while you okay. sleep. Oh, okay. So deliberately, I totally listen to James tell me a bedtime story. <laughs> I could see it in my mind as soon as you I said that. A, I see a new business venture. You know, I'm writing books here now. Maybe, maybe I'll do audio books as well. Of, you know, sleep meditation. Audio books are big. Where, where, where are you at? Calm, Headspace, whomever else. You know, let me give you my email. So we can. What's really interesting about audio books is how people who are the devotees, the ones who love to read by listening to them, mm. are devoted listeners slash readers. Devoted. Like, they'll, they're the ones who will go crazy buying off of Amazon or whatever. They'll just buy, you know, like 20 titles at a time and just gang listen to them as they're going through their day. Yeah. So, yeah, you're on the right track when you're talking about an audiobook, man. I, I, I go to the gym every other day, every other night, and I no longer listen to just music. I, I've got Audible loaded. Mm-hmm. I, I just got through listening to, um, what was it YouTube Secrets by Sean Cannell, right? From, and Benji from, from Think Media. I, I mean, so that's what I'm listening to as, as I'm in there working out as opposed to a, a lot of music all the time. I'm, I'm actually training the mind at the same time where I'm training the body. So I mean, uh, podcasts, audiobooks, things of that. That's, you know, we got to continue to evolve, continue to educate ourselves as well. So take advantage of the time that we have as opposed to just, we can't, we can't just veg out all the time, right? Be, be, be constructive <laughs> and, and be uh, willing willing uh, recipients to, to learn as much as we possibly can, I think. Plus, like Jody was saying, you got the voice for it. There it doing is. Doing an audio book? I'm, I'm going to do an audio There it is. I'm going to do it. Seriously. I'm, I'll, put in, I'll put you in the dedication page, right? Well, thank so you. Did, I appreciate I, that. I, I did this because of uh, Jody and Walt. Hey, I like, I like that. Being two percent off the top, you know. Sure, yeah. After taxes, two two percent. That's how I think, right? So I'm already thinking about the, the monetization piece. You're not going to get any argument over here. <laughs> no, seriously, this is good. Um, let me ask you a little bit more about the uh, podcast that you do because I I, yeah. I think you have some really cool concepts going on there. We talked about the uh, social impact part. Mm-hmm. What, when you when you first created your podcast. Everybody who starts a podcast has their own idea of what it is they're trying to accomplish. In my case, in, in my case, I was I was dirt poor in debt, and I was looking to get free advice from successful people. So that's what I was trying to accomplish. But what, when you started yours, what was your goal? What what was your primary thought that led you to get the thing started? Now I'm sure it grew from there. But what what was the the impetus, the initial mustard seed, so to speak, that got the whole thing going? Having video as opposed to just audio. Right, so I started blogging, right? I've, I've been using WordPress and, and doing blogs for over a decade. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very one dimensional, not even two dimensional. It's very, very one dimensional because, you know, it's just a text and you got, you got to, you got to show emotion through your words. And, and that, that takes, you can do it. it, takes a little bit more effort and a little more time. Mm-hmm. The audio piece is, is good as well because you can hear the inflection in the voice and you can, you can hear those types of things and different timbre and things of like that. But doing the podcast, and, and I consider my podcast to be video as well. So 
Mm-hmm. You see how I talk with my hands. You see how I move oh, around yeah. a lot. So th- that em- that showing of emotion actually is that 2D, 3D type of feeling that I think that I, that I know the community, the folks that are listening and the folks that are watching can feel as the conversation is going on, right? So they, they understand that, you know, what James is talking about, he actually is, is very passionate about what, whatever the subject matter is that we're talking about. And you can see the, the emotion in the eyes. I don't have a good poker face. So I, I, I will, you know, I'll, I'll let it just, just all pour out here. And I've done that a couple of times on the show, right? But, but again, you actually can see that. So I really, that was my impetus for starting the video piece because I really wanted to tell those stories and I wanted folks to hear and see them as, as well. And be able to engage with with the uh, with the conversation, which also ties into what we were talking about before when we talked about, particularly for men, the importance of emoting. Well, you're you're, you're making a show completely based around emoting. That's what, that's what you're describing with the video piece. You're talking about. Let me show you how I feel. Yeah. Not, I'm not, yeah. just, not just going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to show you how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really really big. So. Um, before we move on, I, I, I wanted to give you a chance, Jody. Anything else you wanted to ask James about? Because uh, I, I have the next idea of where to go with this, but I don't want to oh. leave it be- behind. Oh my until goodness! I'm, I'm, oh no, I'm, I'm excited. Here. Let's let's roll. But she knows where where, where I'm going. Because <laughs> we, I'm, I'm only drinking coffee here, folks. So I, I'm not sure where where they're they're going to go with this. The, the coffee see. may actually help you. That, okay. That's that's quite the possibility. No, I, actually, this is a uh, something we used to do on the show a couple of years ago, and for some reason we kind of dropped it. And I'm I'm picking it up again to do it more regularly uh we call it q a and yeah. ideally it's where uh we get uh listeners sending in questions comments topics all that kind of thing and then we talk about that um, but we don't always have that so in the event we don't have that i just go out on facebook to the various groups to find anything i can find about oh, you know, somebody asking for help with something oh, oh, okay that's <laughs> just ask, you know, I just, and, and, I just go out to facebook randomly oh my god it's dangerous <laughs> it's not quite random no i mean i actually have a va who goes out and does it for me okay. and i, I give All her right. criteria of what to look for but basically i'm asking her to look for posts where they're asking for help to solve something okay and so we treat it I'll like they're swag. asking us and then we see what what would we say to them if they were asking us this particular thing and, and they could be all over the place. This could, I mean, be, a drink, this could be a drinking game. It, it could be. It could be. Well, maybe we're going to invent that. Who knows? Yeah. So, all right. Let's. I'm, I'm just. We're I'm, all working from home. This. This will be fine. We don't need any sort of Uber or any sort of ride. This true. Could be at a drinking all. game. This I love it. Yeah. Be dangerous, but fun, especially live. <laughs> Good thing we're not behind the wheel. Not to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. So here's the first one. First one says, um, "Has anyone here?" been able to change themselves for the better permanently regarding aspects of personality more specifically. The person says, I ask this because I consider myself a decent person already. I have several qualities that I'd like to change. I'm too loud sometimes, sometimes annoying. I ramble a lot, over-emotional and sensitive, kind of dumb sometimes, and comparatively a weak person. While it's natural to have flaws, it makes me unhappy that I'm like this, especially since others have commented before regarding how loud or annoying I am or how I'm too much at times. Hmm. And every so often I tell myself to make sure I'm quieter and to only say things that need to be said and not spout random nonsense. I try to subdue my annoying and over-the-top tendencies when I get too excited, but I rarely succeed. Then every time I revert back to my natural flawed self, I'm disappointed and down. I just want to be like other people, more tolerable, more sought after, more loved. But no matter how badly I want this, I can't seem to change in the way I want to. And am I just not disciplined enough? And if so, how can I become more disciplined? Because I so badly want to be different, but I I don't know if it can even be done. I can't be happy with myself like this. There's a clear idea in my mind of what kind of person I want to be, but I just can't reach it. Any ideas on how to do it? Wow. I'm I'm going to let them... Ladies first. <laughs> Ladies first on this one. That's funny. Well, there's a, I think we take this a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, but first, my heart kind of hurts for mm. this individual that they want to be like everyone else. Because I truly believe that you weren't put here to be like anyone else but you. And it hurts my heart that he wants to change so badly to fit into everybody else's box instead of learning how to love himself um, to, to be more in full expression of who he truly is. And yeah, so that kind of hurts my heart a little bit. And I would ask some questions around that. I'm loud and annoying and whatever. Well, 
maybe you should find some new friends that don't find you loud or annoying or that that are excited by that or like that part of you but when you're going into the world not liking that piece of you you're going to attract who you are so you're going to attract more people who don't like that part of you um i do believe that you can change for the better i do believe that you can make permanent change for me i i was very very shy like I had one lady at, you know, my previous career before I got into finance, uh, when I started to grow and blossom and whatever and become this iteration of myself, by the way, I think that we're in constant evolution of self. It's not, we're not trees. We're in constant evolution. So, you know, the iteration I am right now in front of you is different than even yesterday, perhaps. Um, but she had said, you know, as you went on this journey, you went from like this little tiny mouse in the corner. <laughs> just doing your work. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. That's who I was back wow. then, obviously, because I was afraid of being stupid or uh, there was a lot of fears and shame and, and stuff that I needed to deal with to move through to become this person. And I'm completely different because I made a choice um, to be different and to to really be okay with who I am. Yeah. I am very incredibly smart at certain things. Uh, I can explain to you how, you know, uh, how currency works and, and, you know, fiscal policy, monetary policy, like all of this stuff, energy, the energy behind money. And I, it's very brilliant when it comes out. But you ask me basic math and I'm like, um, calculator? <laughs> really <laughs> stupid in terms of, of, of what he said. And that used to really embarrass me. Until I realize that it's, it's something that humbles me. It keeps me humble to not be good, that good at everything. I'm okay that I can't do basic math because I have a freaking calculator. And if you don't like that about me, then you're not my person. You're not my people that I should be around. You know, love me for, for who I am. And I'm not saying that you should use that as an excuse not to change, but who do you truly want to be? How do you want to show up in this world? And how can you be more authentically you? Not what someone else wants you to be. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Look, I'm bringing sound effects in too. I love that. Listen, Jody dropped it right there, folks. I'm bringing in. Come on now. We're going to use this as a clip for my TikTok. Yeah. That, that's pretty good. That's, that's what I'm, ladies Thank first. You. I'm glad you had that, that was good stuff. Did, did you want to take a swing at it, James? Now, listen, you don't want anybody else to come in after that. That that's that's it. That's the mic oh, drop moment do. right there. Um, I mean, she 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 basically just threw the, the 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 gauntlet down. I mean, now now the challenge is like, can you can you match this one? I I stay in my lane in terms of my <laughs> level of expertise on things, but you know, I will, will give my armchair quarterback and and there I, you I, go. I'm curious about who that individual has around them. Right, who who their team is, who the, who their uh, their infrastructure that that I called it at one time their sphere of influence. Right, I mean, are there folks around them that can be more encouraging to that individual as opposed to demeaning, as, as opposed to talking down to and things like that? You always want to be. A, it's preferable to be around positive people on a positive trajectory as opposed to folks that are, are stagnant and instilled. Because again, you're not going to go anywhere, and, and that's not going to be positive for you mentally, physically. Uh, in any kind of way. So, so I, I'm curious about that and I wonder about that. Uh, fear of missing out, uh, imposter syndrome. No, those are some of the things that I think about when, when I heard what you were saying as well. And, and those really should not be in our vocabulary. I, I, I can't spend my valuable time, my time worrying about trying to be like somebody else. I just need to be the best me that I can be as opposed to trying to be like Mike trying to be like Walt, trying to be like someone else because their journey and their story is different than, than mine, right? I, I took a left on at the fork in the road as opposed to someone else going straight. So my journey is completely different. So I can't necessarily uh, gauge and, 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 and guide by what they're doing. I have to go my own path. I need to fall a couple of times and I need to get back up and learn from, from that fall so I hopefully don't do it again or it doesn't hurt as bad next time. And I can then tell somebody, else along the way that, hey, watch out for that pothole right here. Watch out for that particular situation because I got into a situation and I preferred you to not do it as well. Walk around it. I talk, I talk with in an, uh, analogies a lot, but I, I think you kind of understand what I'm saying, right? Think about who you've got around you. Try to be yourself as opposed to worrying about other folks that are around you and, and walk your own walk. 
and live your own story and and you'll and I think you'll be in a better sense but counseling therapy conversations mental health all of that is necessary as well so let's let's not uh trivialize or marginalize that i mean it having that type of conversation with someone who is trained in these types of types of scenarios could also be a, a, a good scenario as well for this particular individual. I don't think you had any trouble matching Jody's hurdle there. I mean, <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to kind of uh, piggyback off of what you guys said. And I'm going to take it in a slightly different direction by asking this person, you just itemize all the things about yourself that you don't like. What do you like? Mm. Yeah. What do you yeah. like about yourself? And the reason I mentioned that is certainly it, it's always a good idea to take inventory and you know, identify where can I improve, you know, what, where do I, what do I want to work on about myself today? That's always a good thing to do. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, we also have to take the time to say, here's what I appreciate about myself. True. Very true. Because if we don't, we're just, like, who, who are we, who is the hardest person in the world on us? It's us. There it is. I mean, we're, we're just, we're brutal to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are. We, if we treated our best friend the way we treated ourselves, we wouldn't have a best friend. Nope. That's it's true. true. Right there. That is right? very true. Yeah. 100%. So maybe like cut ourselves a little slack and say, there's some good stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. And maybe identify some of that good stuff. Maybe write it down. Maybe put it on a piece of paper, post it on the wall, take a look at it every day. Say, yeah, thank you for me. What, what's what's your thing there? Focused, focused yeah, on you know, me. See, yeah, and, and that's exactly what this book is about, right? Yeah. It's a planner and, it, and it's an agenda, and and it's really a journal for right right now. It's three months time frame, and and mm-hmm. really about writing it down. And and there's there's value, I believe, in actually putting pen to paper, right? Because when it's in your head, it's just a plan. But when you actually write it down, I really consider it to be a goal and right. something that you strive for because you've you've either spoken it or written written it down. So. It will become, you've spoken into existence, right? Mm-hmm. So as opposed to just saying, one of these days, I want to have X number of dollars. Well, okay. You can say what you want to say, but what, what, what's the, what are your steps and your hurdles and your milestones that you're going to be tracking and monitoring to get to that, right? Cause you, you, you want to celebrate those small wins as well, right? You know, yeah. you're, Open the retirement account. You've, you've made an investment in this particular company. You've got, right. You've, you've done all of these things and count those small wins as wins until you get to whatever that goal is that you're trying to get to. And a lot of times folks will only see Z and they don't see D, E, and F, which were substantial and which yeah. were huge. Right. And, and we forget about those, those little wins along the way. Because, and those really are the fuel, I think, to get us from D, E, F all the way up, to, all the way down to Z as well. Right. Yeah. So uh, again, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of writing stuff down. I got my whiteboard over here on the wall where I've got things written down as well, because if I just say it, it's, it, I don't think it's real. I've got to have a, I've got sticky notes on my screen, literally on my screen. I've got sticky <laughs> notes. I use, I use the stickies app on, on the Mac and I've got stickies. All oh, okay. So, got so it. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing, right? Just yeah. of things that I want to get done throughout the day and things of that nature. So, you know, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. And, and, and I, I really, I want to reiterate. Th- that main point I was trying to make, be kind to yourself. Because mm-hmm. yep. if you can't be kind to yourself, how can you expect anybody else to? Yeah. It all starts with us, right? I mean, if, if I want to have more friends in my life or if I want to change friends in my life, I got to love myself first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, it begs the question, like, why do you want to change that piece of you? If you're loud and obnoxious... Okay, what is loud and obnoxious? Like actually quantify what behavior is loud and yeah. obnoxious and who says that that is loud and obnoxious? Are you using someone else's definition, someone yeah. else's, you know, expectation of you or are you using your own? And, and if you were that, their definition, what would it mean about you? I'm a bad person. I'm awful. I'm people can't stand to be around me. And is that true? Or is that one person's perspective? And do you want to live by their perspective or their expectation of who you should be or should you be your own yeah one person's loud and, and obnoxious could be another person's honest and direct exactly right. exactly yeah, absolutely my you know silliness with with math provides a lot of laughs for people and i'm okay with that, <laughs> yeah? that and, and that's not taking yourself too seriously which is wonderful yeah, yeah. exactly as well 
right. Because you got you got to stop smelling the roses. Uh, you know, enjoy the flower. All, all that stuff, right? I mean, yeah. we we hear it said all the time, but there, there's truth in that, and that that alleviates ulcers and high blood pressure. Just I don't I don't want to trivialize, right, and say just fi- find a way to be happy about it. But you know, f- find the the brighter side of whatever situation that you're going through, right? There, there really are folks that are much more significantly negatively impacted in life than your situation. There's, like you were saying, Walt, there's got to be something good about you that you can find about you and that you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am happy with this particular aspect of me. I'm a good friend. I'm a good father, son, wh- wh- whatever the case may be. I, I know how to do these particular things well, whatever the case may be, there's got to be some aspects of you in your life that, that are, that are positive and, and accentuate those as opposed to the negative stuff. So. I love that you mentioned the mirror. Mirror work is one of my favorite things to do. Have, have you guys ever done the thing where you look in the mirror, you look directly into your own eyes, deep into your own eyes, and you say, I love you. Have you ever done that? It scared the bejesus out of me the first I time I ever did that. <laughs> But I've said a few powerful. other things. I've said a few other things to myself. <laughs> not, not that one. No. You know, um, from, coming from the the female perspective, I str- struggled with body issues for a long time, and not mm. that you know it's a hundred percent clear or you know cleaned up or anything like that. Again, I think we're always in an evolution. But I started doing mirror work with my body, like mm. just standing okay. there and saying "I love you" to the pieces that I was previously hating um or beating up or thinking that that they should be different and that dramatically changed the way that i look at myself and actually changed my body like i've lost like 30 pounds like that so the first the first time i tried to say the i love you i couldn't say it the way i just said it the first time i said it it went kind of like this i was like trying to avoid looking at my own eyes you know kind of like squinting and i'm like I love you. Oh God, I can't do this. That's the way the first one went. <laughs> yeah. The second you, you one was a little bit better. More than, than anyone else, right? You, oh, you, you know something's wrong with it. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, that's also what Akaya told me. Yeah, I can see why this is important because I'm having such a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I can get past this, I think there's going to be a gift at the end of it. And boy, was there ever. I mean, just doing the exercise of looking in the mirror and giving myself pats on the back and approving of myself every single day which I did for, I think, like a 45-day period, at the end of that, man, I was flying. I had more self-confidence than I had ever had previously in my entire life combined just from doing that exercise. I think that's a good exercise to recommend to the the individual who asked the question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I recommend it to anybody, anybody and everybody, because honestly, I think probably the best thing we can all do for ourselves is build up our own self-esteem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Falls under that whole umbrella umbrella of self uh, affirmation, self-care, mm-hmm. self-care. right? Self, self-help, yeah. all, all of that, right? Being happy and comfortable in who it is that you are. You, you can't take care of anyone else until you take care of yourself. Absolutely. Right. You can't like anybody else unless you like yourself and, 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 and on, onwards and upwards. But, um, uh, yeah, that, that would be a good next step to communicate to whoever it was that wrote that particular, uh, question. Mm-hmm. It's like the mm-hmm. analogy of the, uh, the flight attendant who gives you the instructions on what to do in an emergency at the front of the plane. Mm-hmm. In the event of emergency, put a mask on your own face before you put one on your child's face. There you go. It's the same thing. Got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You got to do it. Because you can't help the child if you're passed out. It doesn't work. Right. doesn't work at all. You can't help anyone if you're dead. Say, right. say that one more time for the people in the back of the room there. Cause, uh, <laughs> it's true. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else. And you, you have to love yourself Man. before you have love to give to somebody else. That's true. Right there. In order to give love, you have to have it first. Mm-hmm. You can't just suck it out of the ether randomly at, at will on, on cue. You have to actually hold it in your heart first before you can give it anywhere. And Man. in order to hold it in your heart first, you got to love yourself first. So Man. it really does come first. Yeah. Okay. Well, My that God. was a successful. Let's let's try one more. We I don't think we have time for more than one more, but let's try to do one more because I like the way that one came out. This is shorter. This one says, uh, "Hi all. Nothing too convoluted. I just want advice as to how to become more confident and learn to love myself." Gee, I wonder where this one comes from. <laughs> I've always same, been same quite person. quite insecure. Yeah, right. No, it's actually a different group. Actually, I've always been quite insecure and critical of myself, which is exhausting not only for myself but for those around me. What are some things I can do to feel more comfortable in my own skin 
any good or empowering mindsets to live by? I thought that was an interesting choice of words there, too. Ooh, James, you should go first this time. Yeah, I mean, ditto, right? I mean, again, th- these types of things, uh, it, it's interesting and it's actually unfortunate that these are the most prevalent types of conversations that folks are having yes. when, when they're alone, 10 o'clock at night, sitting in their living room or whatever, look, looking at the computer, or whatever, and typing things out, asking for help. The, mm-hmm. These are the long form conversations and questions that folks are looking for. This, this is what people are searching on Google for, right? How do I find happiness? How do, how do I find just comfort in me? That, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's that's an unfortunate thing right there. Not, not to think about that from a full societal perspective, but it, it, it really is making sure that you have some the right people around you who can be positive, can, can be beneficial, can be uplifting in, in your world. If you um, are a spiritual person, lean towards that. If you have family close to you, definitely lean towards that if they're positive. But, you know, some of those relationships, even, even within family, can can be, I don't want to say toxic, but. I'm going to say toxic, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and folks really do go to school and become professionals in terms of how to work with and how to help folks get out of these slumps, right? There, there, there really is value. I believe in having a conversation out up front, out loud with individuals to help you talk through these situations. Trying to do it alone is, is almost as detrimental as opposed to, just not not even addressing it, right? If you think you can fix your situation by yourself, you're 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 incredibly mistaken. You, you really need to collaborate. You really need to reach out, put that lending that hand out, asking for assistance, asking for help. That, that's what they're doing by asking these questions as well. But again, I, I'm going to lean back and go back to because it's very similar to the last statement that that you read. Make sure you've got the right folks around you. Make sure that you find the positive within yourself. Accentuate that as opposed to the negative. But again, really look to folks who can have those deeper level, meaningful conversations with you to help you get through these potholes, these pitfalls and these valleys and find some of the sun. Yeah. Yeah. You're touching on something that's actually one of my favorite topics. Um, and I've mentioned it many times. I'll mention it once more. A study done by. Uh, Sean Aker, who's one of the spokesmen of the positive psychology movement that has emerged in the field of psychology over the last 20, 25 years. And he, he did a study when he was at Harvard um, in which he demonstrated that there is a correlation of 0.70 between the social circles, the social connectedness of a person and whether or not they're going to be successful in life in whatever hmm. it is that they're trying to be successful with. And, and 0.7 doesn't sound like a lot. I always use the same analogy. It, it's actually a lot. And the way to, to know that it's a lot is that the correlation between smoking cigarettes and getting cancer is 0.44. So this is 0.7. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge correlation. So totally seconding what you're saying there, James. You want to take a look at who your social circle is. Yep. And I, I can say from my own experience, I know that that's important because one of the best things that came out of doing a podcast is how it grew my social circle and it grew it in ways that were just fabulous because I was growing it with people that I really loved and respected and learned from and looked up to. And, and wow, I can't, I can't imagine a better way for me to have built my social circle than by doing my podcast. So I know the value. I know what it's done for me. I know what it's done for me in my life. I know how much I've been able to grow because of that social circle that I have. Mm-hmm. Plus, I get to do a good podcast, which is even better. <laughs> win, win, rather win, win. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Do, do you want to take a stab at this, Jody? Before we move on, I mean, we've we've done a lot here, but I'll yeah, I, f- I feel like we covered a lot. You know, yeah. mirror work. I think it's a a building process. I was trying to reflect back on what I did. Um, and to build some self-esteem, some self-confidence going from that little mouse in the corner. Um, I, By the remember- way, I love the mouse noises. I just wanted to tell you, you did great mouse noises. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that, that was exactly how she described it to me. A little mouse. I, don't I, I don't think I have any mouse noises in my. <laughs> 
Close. Super close. Yeah. Um, I remember that's, that's when I had started in financial services and, you know, my, my life went crazy financially and I decided that's what I was going to do to, to move through was learn what my mistakes were. And I remember the company that I chose to start with part time. I was like, nobody knows me here. So nobody knows who Jody is. So I get to be whoever I want. And that was the question that I started with. Who do I want to be? What do I want to be like? And um, I come from a family that is, you know, I have a very confident brother. We're very close in age. Everybody thought we were twins. Um, he was a, a rodeo clown and a chuck wagon driver and nice. like all of these things. And like my dad, both very strong men that I, I looked up to, that everybody looked up to, people would kind of like flock to them. And I was like jealous that they were always like the ones, you know, oh, you're, you're Jody. Oh, you're Wayne's daughter or you're Cody's oh. sister. And I'm like, I am Jody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody, yeah. I didn't have the confidence to say that back then. Um, but going into this new, new career path, nobody knew me and nobody knew my brother, or my dad. So I could be whatever I wanted to be. So I started practicing with that when I walk in, how, if I was confident, how would I walk? How does a confident person walk? Yeah. Like, how do they talk? Like, just like some of the small, like, kind of sounds stupid, but smaller things. If I could practice those things and I could practice being more confident within myself, whether it was just the way that I sat or the way that I walked or the way that I talked, um, then eventually I would feel more confident. And, and it did. It worked. What's interesting now looking back on everything is, is that the, the stuff that I was so jealous uh, with my dad and my brother, like they all, oh, they have all these skills and they can really pull people together and people want to listen and they're motivating and, and all of these things. I'm like a duplicate. Um, hello, extra copy right here. I, I'm just <laughs> like them, but in a different way, in a way that is unique to me. And, yeah. and now I can see that and it's no longer a competition between my brother and I, I am so grateful for all that he can do. And mm. because he is all of that doesn't take away from me. And that, that was the biggest learning for me with confidence is just because you're looking at the world and they bring X, Y, and Z to the table. It doesn't mean that you are less than, um, it doesn't yeah, have to fabulous. That. Oh, great. Point. I love that. Absolutely <laughs> love that. Oh my goodness. That's fabulous. I'm not saying another word. Cause I, again, she's, I mean, Joni, where, where am I? I mean, she's she, dropping she, mics everywhere and dropping gems crazy. on these people. Just, Here all day. Yeah. James. You know, yeah. <laughs> wow. All I can say is I wish we had more time because this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just enjoying this, but we are running out of time. We, we try to keep it to as close to an hour as we can. Um, so before we part company, first of all, thank you, James, for being on the show, but also tell people how to find your podcast, how to find your merch, how to find your book, how to find the, the, the three month journal and all, all that. Cause how do they find all that stuff? This, this thing and everything, right? First thing again, I appreciate you guys for having me on the show. Everything lives, uh, at my site, hicksnewmedia.com. Uh, I go live on, on YouTube again, about three times a week and you can catch me there, uh, right there, youtube.com slash James Hicks. Uh, we'll be live, uh, I think tonight I'm going to do an Amazon live show. I'm going to do a Ooh. shoppable video. So I'll, I'll be live there cool. as well. But and what you are you doing now? Pick- I, I got to interrupt you. What do you do in a shoppable video? I'm curious. So I will, the last one that I did was home office accessories. For, for the work, uh, stay at home, work at home life. So I did my monitors that I use, my, my speakers. I did, uh, the lighting that, that I have. I did some, uh, the, the chair that I have, all, all of those types of things. And I just really highlight those, put them in the carousel and have an engaging conversation with people as they, okay. as they join into the stream. Um, this next one is going to be f- specifically focused on content curation and live streaming gear. So I'm going to talk about microphones. Cool. I'm going to talk about audio equipment and, and cameras and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, everything really from a content creation perspective starts at the YouTube channel and then I funnel it out and feed it out to all of the other networks. Uh, and, and the reason being is because my, the majority of my community is there. So again, I, put out content that resonates with the community. You tell me to put a, put out a particular video or tell a particular story. That's what I'll do because mm-hmm. the channel is for the community. It's not for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from finding out about me and what it is that I do or, or wanting to schedule a time with me, go to hicksnewmedia.com. You can also find where the, the merchandise is. You can also order the book from either Amazon or from the website and, and all the links are there at hicksnewmedia.com. Wonderful. Just wonderful. James, mm-hmm. I treasure this. I am so grateful that you took the time to uh, schedule and be on the show. Um, you, you basically rewarded me in every possible way because I was thinking, boy, this is going to be good. And it was. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. So, yeah, thank you so much. This has been thank wonderful you guys. having you on the show. And Jody, as usual, you, I mean, hey, j- just tell this to Cody on my behalf, right? He better watch out. <laughs> I will. He, be- he better watch out. I'm going to click Jody, that recording. <laughs> Jody Lynn is in town, let me tell you. <laughs> and thank you to all of our podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.